There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Welcome to an emergency podcast edition of the Program Guys Podcast. I'm Mark Brent Venables has, they're saying resigned. They're saying resigned from his post mm-hmm. at Oklahoma. That turn of seed was the, some kind of executive director of football operations, something like that. Came over with Brent from Clemson, was previously at Alabama before that. Patrick, what are your thoughts on losing turn up seed with the SEC a year away? Yeah, definitely disappointing news. And exactly with that timing, the SEC a year away, he was an integral part of making OU SEC ready. That's why Brent brought him in in the first place. Also, he it seemed that he had a closer relationship with Brent. So him coming in was part of this Brent Venables package to get us to the SEC. So sad news tonight for the Sooners. And I know he's done some great things for us. Uh, and, you know, hopefully those things will continue to play on and last. Here's a couple of things that Thad Turnipseed said about Brent Venables when he was hired. The number one reason I came to Oklahoma is because of Brent Venables. I think he's going to be the face of college football. I love the guy. He's the closest thing to Nick Saban that I've ever seen. Thad Turnipseed grew up in the South, in Oklahoma. He understands what Oklahoma is, and he's only 50 years old. Last year, he said, I've still got to work 15 or 17 more years, but it would be cool to win three national championships with three different schools. What changed? Doesn't this feel a little weird? He had a two-year contract that he's leaving a year and a half into. Yeah, and what's also strange about it is there's no news about who's replacing him. So this seemed to, there must have been a sudden resignation, if that's the case, because I think the way we're currently organized as a program right now is we have a backup plan for everything. And it seems we didn't for this. It sure seems like, and there's a, we had the leak today. Yeah. Right. Where what the new facilities could have looked like, but we went a different direction was apparently leaked somewhere in the media. And late tonight, that turnip seed is out. Something... It's, a weird, it's a weird coincidence. I would hope a... that something as soft as a leak wouldn't put someone's job in jeopardy, especially if he's not responsible for it. I can't see him being responsible for it. The the only and we're we're so in speculation mode now. We're yeah, just having that's fun fine. at this point. But the <laughs> the only thing I can think is okay, so we got the $75 million. Sorry, more than that, right? 175. $175 million football operations facility. They say locked in, right? The Board of Regents approved the plans for it. Maybe they don't think they need that turnip seat around to oversee that. But you know what I want is someone who's good at kicking ass and making sure the cash flows keep coming. Right. So he did that. I mean, we, we saw that. 
He did that. He got he got similar facilities built at Alabama, similar similar facilities built at Clemson, and uh, followed Brent here because he thought there was a bright future. I don't want to start wetting the bed on this one. I don't want to lose my mind or anything because we don't know any details, right? Right. I but did this... see that some one reasoning was he wanted to spend more time with his family. I did see that somewhere. Yeah. Everyone does that. Everyone says yeah. that. You know, I'm wearing a rocket shirt right now. Daryl Morey said that to get out of his rockets job and was working for the Sixers like two days later. They you just yeah. you say what you have to say in the moment. Question, I think yeah. Go ahead. No, question for you. Do you see foresee an inter- internal hire or would you like an internal hire to replace or do you think we should pull from the outside someone maybe from the sec who's been doing this for some time in the sec someone who's like up and coming or maybe someone established in the sec or would you rather have someone internal take over at this point that's really interesting because i'm not sure like i'm not sure what kind of infrastructure the staff and administration has in place for a role like what that played for this team so i don't have a really good answer for you i would like to think that you know there's several people within the administration that could step up and do it but i don't know what all it entails right like all we know is he goes places they get big buildings built and they win football games and we just showed him the door a year and a half in right and he's in charge of recruiting and things as well. Like he's got a hodgepodge of responsibilities. It it fits football operations. He has his hand in <laughs> yeah, it, and right. suddenly has he's pulled his hand out. So yeah, I don't know, man. A lot more to come on that. I'm sure. I bet the the true blue OU insiders, not including myself, will really be on that in the coming days. In other news, just since we're here, just since we're here, yeah. 6'6 wide receiver Ivan Carrion has decommitted from Texas Tech. You might remember Carrion from our conversation around the Brent Venables football camps over the last few weeks. He was a Tech commit when Emmett Jones was there and uh, might be leaning Oklahoma, Pat. He's 6'6, not 5'10. I don't know, man. He could 6'6 instead of 5'10. I feel like it's one or the other with Emmett Jones these days, but not only 6'6. He's 210 pounds. Yeah, he's a big guy, and he's fast, strong. He's oh my gosh, would be awesome if we flipped him, and it's looking like we did. So, it it really feels like it. It seems like it. Well, we've got him possibly coming in the class of 24. There was a crystal ball that came through this evening for Isaiah Mosey. We're not going to speak on him too much, but he's a teammate of who, Pat? Williams Ranieri, baby. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're always playing the game. We're always always. playing the game. So a couple of nice wide receiver outlooks on the way. And uh, hey, man, maybe all we needed was that turn up seat to leave. Oh gosh, yeah. Emmett Jones, though, he is, I feel like he has been the busiest recruiter since he's gotten to Oklahoma. He's really been doing an incredible job. It but not only like that, we, yeah, go ahead. Oh, it just seems like we hear about him speaking to, meeting with, at a camp, whatever, looking at another receiver every time you look up. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, the other commitment we got, just real quick, real quick, Wyatt Gilmore, the best player mm. from Minnesota, four star, six four, two hundred forty pound edge coming in from coming in from the class of twenty twenty four. Picked OU over Minnesota and Miami. Great guy, great grab. Great grab. Love to see it. Like you said, he's the number one player in Minnesota. He was the number 20 edge player in the country. Hey, that's who you're trying to grab, right? I mean, you want to grab, you want to go get all these five stars as well. You want to grab Danny Okoye out of Tulsa. You want to go get Nigel Smith still. You want to go, you know, all the defensive linemen you've been shooting for. But at the same time, man, give me a corn fed boy from Minnesota who knows how to work. And get his ass to Norman so we can see what he's got. That seems like a no-brainer to me. And from all the reports coming out of his visits, Gilmore seems to love it on campus. Seems like he's a big fan. So we got a guy. Yeah, we definitely got a guy in him. I think he'll be a hard worker and a great add to this 2024 class. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like someone who really appreciates the family aspect of what they're building there. The soul mission. All mm-hmm. of that stuff. He well, and seems to click with Brent. And I feel like if you click with Brent, you're going to get an offer here. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So. Wow, roller coaster of a Twitter day again. Truly, man, the off season yeah. is no off season. Not when right. you are a part of the program. If That's you want right. to be a part of the program a little bit more often, you can always follow us on Twitter at Program Guys with a Z. Facebook Program Guys Podcast. Instagram Program Guys with a Z. Follow us on YouTube. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Tell your friends about us. We would love if you subscribed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, for as long as Stitcher's still around. I did not know we were on Stitcher. I don't know if we're on Stitcher. We might not be. We might might not not be. be. Don't Don't go to Stitcher, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Pat, that all for us? That's it, man. That's it, man. All right. This has been an EPC edition of the Program Guys podcast. Hope you guys are having a great rest of your week. Pat, take us out. Keep pushing it, baby. There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. What's better than this? Guys being